What's going on, everybody? Welcome into episode number six as we welcome you back into Inside the Schooners. John Lewis here once again as the host. And today we got Coach Ray Garino, an assistant bench coach for Phil Orby this season. Coach, welcome to the podcast finally. Thanks for having me, John. Absolutely. Well, you're in your second season with the Schooners on the coaching staff, but right now we are recording on an off day here in July before the team begins a four-game road trip tomorrow, Thursday, July 7th at Martha's Vineyard. But so let's go from here right now. We're halfway through the season. What are you enjoying about this season so far? You know, I think every day is a little bit different. Um, You know, you get to know these guys. They come in from all different parts of the country, all different states, um, representing their institutions. And it's just, you know, it's a lot of fun to get to know them as people and baseball players. Um, you know, I, so I, I would consider myself really lucky. Absolutely. Well, the team has won five out of their last six games going into today's off day. They're playing good baseball here in the month of July. What have you thought? that has led to the success from the coaching staff side of things. Yeah. You know, you know, we were talking last night after the game and, and coach long said, you know, things that were really starting to gel where Mm -hmm. really putting tough at bats together and limiting our, our strikeouts last night, we struck out six times um, compared to, I don't remember which game it was last week, but there were 15 strikeouts Mm -hmm. and, and, um, one thing I learned from Coach Stuper a long time ago um, was to put the ball in play and put pressure on the other team's defense. And I think yeah. that's something that, that we've been doing lately, been doing a better job at that. Um, you know, the first week or so, we were, we were really running the bases and mm-hmm. stealing at, at a pretty good clip. Um, I think that's something that, that we need to get back to. Um, again, putting a lot of pressure on, on the other team's defenses is uh, a recipe for success for us. Well, as all the Schooner fans know, this year we're playing at Don Stadium. We've talked about it a lot here on the podcast. For you, being a baseball lover and a game for coaching it, what has that been like for you coaching in a historic ballpark here in Connecticut? You know, growing up in Connecticut, I've always known of of Dodd Stadium. It's always been um, probably the jewel of, Mm -hmm. of a natural surface that we have here in Connecticut. Um, you know, coming here compared to playing at Fitch high school, uh, dimensions are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, so playing a little bit of small ball and being able to put the ball in play and, and steal bases, um, compared to hitting a home run, you got to really get it to, to hit it there. You hit one there, you really earned it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll get into a little bit of your coaching history here now, as that's why we have you on the podcast today. So how did you originally get into coaching, Coach? Um, Jeez, it was a, <laughs> a long time ago now. Um, buddy of mine that was working um, a Yale camp that I was working at um, took over the foreign high school um, head coaching job in Milford and asked me to join his staff. Um, that was back in, jeez, um, 97, 98 maybe. Um, was there for a few years. Moved over mm-hmm. to my high school, West Haven High School. Um, was there for a few years. Ended up winning um, a state championship um, in 2009. 
Mm-hmm. And then Coach Stuper asked me to join his staff at Yale. Um, wasn't sure I was I was ready for that to make that that kind of a leap. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a really good coaching decision that I made yeah. joining that staff and and joining Coach Stuper's staff. Um, I can't say enough of mm-hmm. of the person that Coach Stuper is to me and what he means to me. But just the things that I've learned um, working mm-hmm. with him. Um, and, and his assistants have just been, just been awesome things that I could take away that are baseball things that are, that are life lessons that I get to pass on to, to players. Now it's just, it's, it's a really cool, um, fraternity that I've been a part of. Well, that brings us in the great transition into the next topic. You spent 2010 to 2021 at Yale in New Haven and you, as a volunteer assistant on that Yale Bulldog team. And in tw- you just led that, helped lead that program to a program record 34 wins in 2017 and then a pair of Ivy League titles as well. So what have you, what are some great memories uh, during your time on that staff? Um, first and foremost, the, the players, um, just some of the players and the parents, mm-hmm. the connections and networking that, that I have through my time at Yale is just, um, you know, just doesn't, doesn't happen at most institutions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Yale, Harvard, um, the Ivy League schools, the NESCAC schools. But Yale really is a special place. Um, it was for me for those, for those 12 years, uh, minus the COVID years. Um, mm-hmm. 2017 uh, really was a special year for Yale baseball. 34 wins, a school record going to Corvallis and in the regional and, and getting to experience that, um, you know, president Bush, uh, the father, president 41 Mm -hmm. Bush, um, was a captain Yale captain and watched every game and every inning that we played that in that regional and was so impressed with the way that we played, invited us to his house in Kenny Bunkport, Maine. Um, so, you know, uh, that, that right they're going to his house, sitting in his living room, you know, talking about baseball, talking about New Haven pizza. Um, <laughs> you know, it was just, like I said, you know, that's not something that happens at, at most colleges. That's awesome. And that's a great memory. Well, here with the Schooners now in the last two years, you've been able to now coach former players that you coached at Yale, just to name a few, Ben Gibbs, Rohan Honda, Jimmy Chatfield this year, Ben Menser, Mason LaPlan, and Reed Easterly. So for you, what has that been like just to recreate those times with these players and see how they have developed on the baseball field, both as players and as human beings? You know, I think that's that's one of the greatest joys of, of coaching is to see these guys grow up and, and mature into men and go on with their lives and see what they do. Um, you know, with the guys that we have this year, Reed and Jimmy and Ben now that joined us late, um, <clears throat> when I was still at Yale there, that was the time where COVID hit and, and really didn't get a chance to, to coach them mm-hmm. or, or get to know them really. Um, that, that was a shortened season in 2020 and then 2021 was the Ivy league canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, so really this is the first time that I, I get to coach these guys and, and be in the dugout with them on a full-time basis and, and learning what, um, everybody said about these guys as people and players was, was spot on, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's really cool to, 
to be able to rekindle that and, and you know, kind of have mm-hmm. like a, a little homecoming with, with those three. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll move back back into the Schooners now. Second year, you're on the bench um, for Coach Orby. This year, you're coming back and coaching the first baseline for the team. So take us through a little bit of what you do leading up to game day and then on game day uh, in general, Coach, if you will. Um, you know, Dennis and I will flip-flop between uh, uh, pre-game batting practice and getting the infielders ready for um, – for their game. And, mm-hmm. and as any of, any of them will tell you having a routine at this level is so vital to, to being able to play and put a good product mm-hmm. on the field. Um, so, you know, pregame is, is one thing. And then during the game, obviously coaching first base, but uh, more importantly, helping uh, coach Orby with the uh, positioning of the defense mm-hmm. and the bunk coverages and the first and thirds. And, just being able to have another set of eyes to see something that may not be seen by, by everybody mm-hmm. else. I mean, things happen so quickly that if you yeah. don't speak up right away, you know, the pitch comes and, and that opportunity to do something is, is past us. And, um, you know, having, having um, being in this environment for as long as I have been now, um, it's like second nature. You see things mm-hmm. and, and they happen and you see, it, you see things happening before they happen, which is, yeah. is really, really cool. Absolutely. Well, coach, you ready for to play some rapid fire? Go ahead. All right. Let's go into rapid fire here. Go to pregame music when heading to a game. For myself. For yourself. Oh boy. Uh, classic rock. All right, cool. Any specific artists or just all in general? No, uh, I'm going to go Led Zeppelin. All right. I like that. Do you have any pregame superstitions? I uh, get dressed the same way. Wear basically the same thing um, every day. Uh, my wife will tell me that I'm crazy for wearing the <laughs> amount of the amount of layers that I do wear. But uh, t-shirt, three quarters sleep, and then the pullover. That's great. And then favorite baseball player growing up? Don Mattingly. Okay, why about him? Just seemed like. Um, Hard nose, played the game the right way. Um, yeah. In retrospect, you, you look back and and as you learn more about these these guys, um, I think it was a pretty good decision. That's cool. And then guilty pleasure or go to movie of your choice if you were given an opportunity. I'll go movie. Goodwill Hunting. I like that one. That's a good one. That's a classic. If you were given a one-way ticket to a place of your choice, where are you going? Um, Key West. Okay. Down in Not Florida. Too Not too far. This one might get you in a little bit of a trouble with the coaching staff, but we'll still ask. Of all three other coaches, so Coach Orby, Coach Long, and Coach Trottier, who do you think you can strike out on the mound? Sorry, Trot. <laughs> Pitching coach. All right. I, that's interesting. Funny. And you being a teacher during the school year, you, te- you teach history and all. What is your favorite history class that you've taken? Oh, geez. Uh, U.S. History at Southern Connecticut with Dr. Lewis House. Um, he just made history enjoyable. You know, everyone says mm-hmm. it's boring. He brought it to life, and and uh, one of the reasons why um, you go into 
into the profession is to uh, make teaching enjoyable, make it fun. Um, you know, especially history where people think it's boring. It's just the learning facts. Um, if you bring it to life and you, you are um, excited about it, the students see that and, and they kind of feed off of that. That's awesome. And then if you had to pick a player to start an MLB franchise around, who would you pick? David Ortiz, Roy Halladay, John Schmoltz, or Frank Thomas? Wow. Whew. I guess I will go with Schmoltz. Start with start with the guy on the bump. All right. So you go. You don't. You go. All well, all of them are hall of, are hall of famers. So that's a, that's a pretty tough question there for you. But coach, that is all the time for rapid fire. Appreciate you coming on the podcast today, John. I appreciate you having me. We'll see you uh, on the vineyard tomorrow. Yes, Vineyard tomorrow. Schooners will play at 7.05 at the Shark Tank against the Martha's Vineyard Sharks. You can watch that game right on the NECBL Broadcast Network. Jacob Irons will be on the call, and we'll all have all of our social media content as well on the handles just below here on the podcast. Coach, appreciate it again.